everyone. Uh, this is Yolanda Nali, uh, your host for Radio and TV Entertainment AMFM Pocket Show, alongside uh, my celebrity co-host, uh, motivational comedian Miss Witty. And then I would like to introduce you, everyone, to Mrs. Lana Goldfinch. Uh, she is a um, a coach that actually uh, counsels actors. Is that correct, Miss uh, Miss Lana? Hi there, yes, well, I am a coach, but I'm, I'm moreover um, um, a healer, um, so energy healer, but I do obviously uh, coaching alongside with a lot of support to help help um, the acting industry with um, their st- struggles and stresses and their anxieties, etc., so, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of uh, in kind of uh, an app to, to ask of you, can, can I be a client? <laughs> can I be a client? So, um, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good profession to have, you know, for someone uh, in that profession, especially because I can, I can imagine it could be very stressful for, for uh, that particular line of work, uh, you know, to be an actor that needs, uh, you know, a moment away, some time away to, or, or someone to kind of uh, help them along their journey to heal. Um, mentally, and mentally, and, and both physically, I would say. Is that right? Oh yes, yeah, no, definitely, yeah. I mean, I mean, everybody from time to time will suffer from some stress or anxiety of some description. But obviously, with the acting industry, there's that added extra of, um, I mean, even like stage fright, uh, like performance anxiety. You know, that could be an added thing. And obviously, they've got the stresses and the strains of. Of fame and stardom, etc., and dealing with countless um, episodes of um, uh, with regard to uh, bookings and castings and their rehearsals and all the stresses, and you know, of trying to get these different roles and learning their different things they need to do and everything that goes alongside it and being in the media. I mean, it can all have that added anxious feeling to them. But I mean, it's not just that. It can be things that have actually affected their lives in the past or something in their personal life that's actually affecting them in the here and now, which still has a knock-on effect on them on the stage or in front of the camera. So they can't actually be who they want to be and perform the way that they, you know, fully intend to and would love to be. Um, I can I can actually see that um, you know kind of anticipation to um, to try to perform well, but uh, in all aspects, you know, stress can be you know uh, an unhealthy uh, aspect to getting into that particular character for uh, a film being. So, um, and, and I I believe this is where you come in, Mrs. Lana. Um, which brings me to my question, you know, why did you decide to work with, um, to work within the acting industry, um, Ms. Lana? Well, I mean, like I say, they, they, they're normal people. They, I mean, it's just the same as, as, as you and I and everybody. We all have anxieties, um, to a certain degree and there is so much more to um, the acting industry than people realise. Um, I mean, they can suffer so with their anxiety and they can tense up and lose confidence in themselves and they get the stage fright and their mind can go to blank, etc. And, you know, it's, I mean, it's something it's difficult to stop when anxiety levels are high. Um, and sort of when they're in front of the camera or an audition or filming, and they can they can sometimes look around and worry that it's been seen, and it's a vicious circle. So you know, wh- when does it stop? 
you know. Um, it's not nearly as noticeable as, as people think to others, but then it does take their focus and it's, it's all, you know, um, it helps to obviously address those factors to overcome that, that anxiety. But with the, um, the acting industry, there's so much more. And people think that the actors have got it all together, that they're confident and, you know, that there's nothing wrong, that they're on the front of the screen. There must be, they're, if they're on the front of the screen, they're doing their acting roles. They must be confident. They must, you know, have nothing wrong with them. You know, people don't realise what goes on behind closed doors, what is actually going on in their personal lives and how the acting industry does actually affect them. Um, and, you know, it's, I think to a degree, you know, it gets left behind um, and people, people don't realise and see the, the true aspects of, of what happens to them. And it, it's such an exciting industry and I love being part of that and helping, you know, those that are, are involved in it. Um, I mean, there are other parts and other things that I do that sort of like are involved a little bit more with regard to, to actors. But where I've been doing healing for almost 12 years now, um, it comes to the part of where I was, I was helping so many people around the world for various different things, um, different people, and I just really wanted to narrow down on what really excited me the most. And I started actually getting trickles of more and more people that were more in that line of work coming to me. And it just, just came to my mind one day that, you know, this is where I need to be, this is what actually lights me up more and just, you know, really warms my heart in knowing that I'm actually at that centre of, of helping these people, the actors, you know, in, in, the, in the acting realm, actually being who they really would love to be and perform how they, you know, would love to perform. And, you know, it can, with their healing of their energy, it can have a, a change to all sorts of things for them. And it can change, where it uplifts them and change their positive energy, it can actually have an impact on the energy they put out and, you know, what sort of things are then attract to them. Um, and it's, it's amazing how it all works. Um, and obviously it, it's just knowing that, you know, I've had that effect um, on such, such an amazing thing in the world. It, it's wonderful. And, and very impactful, I would say, um, because we often hear, you know, we often hear stories behind, um, you know, actors as, as they go on their journey to become a professional actor. And, you know, some, some come from, you know, traumatic experiences or they have to go through in a, a traumatic experience in order to, uh, in order to perform, uh, to order to be, to be, uh, to enhance that particular character role in order to uh, project that character uh, on film or on stage. So um, I see that it, it can be something that, um, in most cases, I, uh, you know, uh, we can often hear that most actors, it uh, it kind of destroys their their ability to, to connect to uh, reality, in a sense, uh, if they have to play uh, a sort of sinister role, um, which is out of their uh, particular... Uh, you know, out of their particular norm, and they have to, yeah. to, to, uh, like Sting, I believe Sting had to, when he played a particular character on Doom, um, uh, there was a lot of, uh, you know, hearsay that it really kind of destroyed his perception of reality, and so he had to kind of reconnect, uh, 
and it took them a while to reconnect. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, things like if they're playing a particular type of role, um, sometimes they can put so much of themselves into it and actually feel so much into that character. It can be hard to then shake it off afterwards. So you know, in that sense too, this. This, the energy healing can actually um, deal with turning that back around and you know releasing that from their inner system so that it can be more themselves again and and prepare themselves for the next role which is you know what a lot of this can do because particular roles can cause anxiety and stress in themselves but where they feel so much in that character so sometimes that can sort of like leech onto them and they feel as if they're still that character so this you know as well as you know, releasing it from their own personal essence and things that are going on, it can actually release it from that particular feeling that that role has had on them as well. Yeah. I, I wanted to ask a question. Um, have you worked with an actor that um, you found it kind of difficult um, and you may have wanted to, like, give up because they just wasn't uh, uh, getting it? as far as, you know, receiving uh, your help? Um, getting it as sort of like not understanding quite how it works or they weren't getting the results they wanted? Yes, the results, basically the results they wanted. Well, no, actually. <laughs> um, I mean, even if the person work with doesn't really get what it's all about or understand it fully, um, etc., it will always do something for them, whether they realise it or not. I mean, it always, even from the very beginning, it will start turning the cogs around and it will start bringing out, yeah, that positive change in their energy system. Um, and to the point of them sort of like, you know, feeling such a different impact. I mean, even at the very, very least, at the beginning, they'll feel so much more relaxed. Um, and it can, you know, it can help them sleep so much better and feel a lot more refreshed and, you know, a lot more mentally alert, etc. as well. Um, so, you know, even if at the very beginning they think, well, there's not much difference in my anxiety, etc. That's, it, you know, that would be only bring the very first, very part of it. Um, but it's got to have a very, very deep healing, and this actually gets to the very core of the um, the reason for it to help it at very, very deep levels. Um, I, I haven't had anybody that's come to me and said no, they've not felt anything. No, I've not had felt any changes. They, you know, they don't feel any better. There's always something that's happened for them, and then it, it sort of like turns up the notch as it goes along. Um, sometimes it's difficult, you know, just straight away they don't always feel it. Sometimes they feel it almost, you know, at the, in actually within the healing, within the session, and then it ca carries on from there. Um, and sometimes it can take a day or two before it starts to sort of like set in, um, and the negative energy is sort of like turned around for them. But no, I, I, I haven't had anyone come to me and said they've, they've not had it work, it's nothing done, nothing for them. So, no, it's, it's been it's brilliant, it's wonderful how it works. Okay, well, I mean, yes, because, you know, with so many people, uh, in the industry and myself as a, as a entertainer and have suffered from depression um, that's one of the reasons why I was asking that because you have so many people that do suffer and and that depression kind of like blocks uh, oh yeah. Person. So that was mainly my reason for asking. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I mean, this gets so deep on so many different levels. Um, 
and there's so many reasons that are actually connected to depression anxiety you know so many different mental health issues I mean it can be things that are connected to the past obviously that, that brings this about and even something you don't even realize and remember that this that's triggered it but this actually gets right down to the deepest level as to the core of the problem and then works its way back up again and healing it in different ways but obviously the depression, anxiety, and all different emotional, mental states can actually have an impact on your physical system as well. So this actually helps relieve those symptoms as well as getting to the core issue and you know having that uplifting feeling. Oh yes, I definitely can relate to that because when I suffered uh, from depression, it was affecting my health. Uh, ended up with thyroid uh, problems, but. I, uh, I'm a lot better now. <laughs> oh, that's good to hear. That's, that's the comedy. <laughs> comedy saved my life. <laughs> oh, it does, absolutely. Laughter is one of the, well, they say it's the best medicine. I, I believe that is, is the truth. It's definitely up there on the level. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> it's, it's, and, you know, it's quite impactful that, uh, um, you know, actors, in a sense, um, which, you know, it, it plays in different, in different parts, such as uh, you have the theatrical actors and uh, comedic actors um, and, and those who are, um, you know, in the commercial acting. But I guess when we start to think back into, you know, uh, the, the definitive reasons why uh, there's so many actors that fall into, and I hear this a lot, they fall into a deep depression. It was a good, uh, you know, um, you know, question that Miss um, Woody had uh, particularly asked because you hear a lot of depression. Jim Carrey, um, I hear, suffers deep, deep depression at moments uh, in his career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it, 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 you know, he suffers in silence, uh, you know, from time to time. But he has to carry on a persona at the same time because he's a comedian and he has to. So, what are the uh, what are the general uh, signs that you see? That a person that a particular that uh, your clients uh, come in showing symptoms that you need your assistance, um, Ms. Lana. Well, I mean, generally the, the clients come to me because they know that they've got the problem, um, and it's different for each person as to how they're feeling at that particular time. But obviously, there are different aspects of depression and anxiety. So many different levels of it. Um, but obviously, you can, it is people. So many people can put on a facade, a face, um, you know, making it feel and look as if there's nothing wrong. Um, you know, always like like I said, with Jim Carrey, with Carrey, and um, so many different um, actors. Um, you know, it, or anybody, they can you know put on you know a, a different persona as if there's absolutely nothing wrong. But, you know, there are there are different signs that you can sort of like just I mean, I've been doing it for so long obviously if somebody comes in comes to me, you know, I've got I've got a sort of like a bit of a intuition, I guess, a sense of you know, a little bit of a, 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 a spiritual a, a psychic link sometimes I should say that a bit in a bit of a um, in a way in case people don't realise that's part of me too. But um, you know, I can I can sense these things. I've got that empathy and um, it's 
it, it is difficult for people. I have actually been there myself. So I know what it feels like. I know um, what people can go through. I've been, have been through these things in my life, through depression and anxiety, all sorts of different types of anxiety, um, which is one of the reasons why it actually led me to pick this particular subject to help people with as well, because I have overcome so much of this in my life before too. So, you know, the, the, the different ways it can make you feel so small, it can make you feel so small in yourself. Um, and it, it can be so debilitating and, you know, it can be really crushing. Um, so, you know, it's, there's, there's so, I mean, I could list so many different ways of how I felt and how I know other people feel, so, um, but it's not the same for each person. Um, they, you know, it's, it is hard for them, I know it is, um, and I, I do truly empathise. Um, but I've obviously I've over I've overcome these things. I mean, I had my first panic panic attack when I was sort of like fresh out of college, donkeys years ago, in my first job, and something happened there that that caused me to have sort of this panic attack, and I hadn't a clue what it was, and it was so so scary. Um, you know, like I was on the floor, I couldn't breathe, I was shaking, I was crying, and I literally passed out because I was breathing in that particular way. Um, but various things that have gone through my life as well, again, with like depression and things that have happened. Um, and it's, it does knock you flying, it knocks you for six. And, you know, it's just the way that the various different things that I've, I've um, different tools and techniques I've learned through time um, and actually different essences I've got from earth because I'm such a sensitive person in different ways. Um, that's why these things have actually Uh, clung to me as well and how I actually feel a little bit more that I can help people in that different way Um, it's not just a case of just my experiences that makes me feel like I can do this because of say these different tools and techniques that I have and I've obviously qualified in them as well and I've um, you know I'm actually a full Reiki master Um, so it's you know and it's not something I, I took lightly but it presented it to me at just in the perfect time in my life, um, and uh, and that was for a reason as well. Um, that that happened then, um, and I've I've never looked back. So and some other things I've I've actually brought alongside it as well, which strengthened it up. But there are some extra essences to me, a different a different um, aspects that actually make it a little bit stronger to form as well. Which I'm obviously I can talk to you about that um, a, little, a little bit along the line. But I think I've sort of like maybe sidetracked a little bit from your original um, question, so I apologize for that. You know, I, I really I really like, uh, you know, the aspects of what, you know, I, I tend to be hearing, you know, about your methods, because um, it doesn't involve, uh, you know, any type of antibiotics, it seems like, or, or is it, or are there any antibiotics that are needed? Could there be your remedies uh, to act with? Sorry, any antibiotics? Uh, any, any antibiotics or uh, particularly medications, um, psychiatric medications that you uh, um, will sometimes introduce to actors if needed um, or prescribe to them while they are being uh, going through your, uh, you know, going through your, 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 meth- your methods of healing them from anxiety and also, um, you know, and trauma. I mean, I don't prescribe 
anything. I mean, obviously, I'm not a doctor in that sense. Um, a lot of people that do have depression and anxiety and these mental issues, etc., they they may already be on medications. Um, and you know, I would, I would never ethically say to stop taking these because of obviously this different natural way of, of helping them. Um, but what I do does actually turn them around in such a different way um, uh, that um, it can affect medication in in the sense of it can um, enhance the effect of it so you know sometimes it, it means that you can lessen that medication um, and not take so much of it which obviously is fantastic and some people I've worked with actually have come to the point of where they've almost come off of it because they don't need it anymore um, it can actually you've got, you can have side effects from different medications that you take for, for anxiety etc I mean there's, there's and all sorts of things. Um, and so this actually helps too with all sorts of uh, contradictions that you might get from taking the medications. So it, it can help with that as well. So it can help give you a bit of a, a different balance within on that sense too. Um, but I mean, obviously, the, the more natural approach, I feel, is, is, is much better. And I mean, who would want to do that rather than taking all sorts of drugs? But I would never, ever tell people to stop taking them. Um, you know, because that's not, you know, that's what, not what I do, that's not the right thing to do, but this can actually help level you out in a much more um, relaxed way, much more natural way, um, and, and make you feel a lot lighter. So, you know, um, yes, there are medications and different things you can take, but, you know, this is, um, I feel through my own experiences, um, a much easier, better, happier, you know, um, that way, positive way forward. Um, I, I, I seem to agree. A lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, those in your profession, uh, particularly, who do believe that um, communication, uh, communicating with their patients or their clients, I would say, um, really helps them to come to a realization, a aha moment, I would say, um, to to actually kind of a sense, uh, a sense of. Um, realization through communication is that something that you you find to be true, Miss uh, Lana? Apologize. Can you can you say, uh, say that one again for me? I didn't quite hear that. Well, um, when it comes to uh, you know uh, people in you know uh, your profession, when it comes to that, yeah. and and you have clients that come to you, and they are needing um, needing your methods to, to get them to a place where they are uh-huh. calm and they are and they are relaxed and in a more relaxed state with that they're uh, and weaning them away from the anxiety and the, and the trauma um, most find it uh, you know very easily that they can be drawn out of that particular uh, state by through communication uh, in your profession do you find that to be true when you're working with your clients in a same realm? with guiding them. <laughs> I would say this is why. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they, they do find it so much easier to actually either get so get really relaxed through working with me. Um, I mean, it's, they say the, the, the main, the big, big part of this, it does actually relax you. Um, and it actually helps the body heal itself in that sense because it goes so, so deep. But it, it can help actually 
actually with that communication level as well um, because of um, there are different energy centers I mean obviously I, I don't do you know anything much about um, you know about energy at all yourself um, and and how it can work oh, wow <laughs> uh, thank you Sonia, for uh, that's a very good question um, which when it comes to energy um, I find it that you know there's different ways that people work through their own body's energy and you know either do a meditative state uh, this one way um, they can also have the you know uh, different, uh, different you know I would say monks uh, in different uh, continents that will um, relieve their state through a certain height and again with a meditative state where they're subconscious um, where they're subconscious and they're not utilizing their uh, they're no, no longer utilizing their frontal lobe which is their decisive their decisive uh, uh, this from right and wrong so they come to where they can actually slow down the body's temperature to a certain state and they can yeah. also help rise their body to a certain state and doing and going to a level of certain consciousness uh, in that in that particular realm that actually that will uh, dis, well definitively um, kind of get their body to no longer be susceptible to the surroundings but now they are they have an inward peace that makes sense. Yes, yes, yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. And, I mean, and I, I think, it, and, and I feel, um, just totally meditating, and, and to see more people get into that uh, uh, space for themselves uh, will help them understand more about uh, knowing the energy that they have, and uh, I've been tapping into it and doing some research on it myself here in the last uh, several months. So, I mean, I'm, I'm so thankful to have uh, you as our guest because this is, is definitely uh, probably giving some information to our listening audience uh, that have probably never, uh, <laughs> you know, understood or probably even heard of it. No, that's right. Um, I mean, it's not just... Um, the like sort of the anxiety etc. This this all helps. I mean, there's there's the, tr- the trauma too of different situations. Um, you know, like PTSD. Um, there's, there's there's different things in the past that say that that could have affected them, which has caused this um, the, the the stress and the anxieties and the depression etc. So obviously, and it, it can affect the self esteem too. Um, you know, so I mean. You know, your, your self-esteem plays a significant role in your life, so and it's got a, a profound impact on the, the choices you make in your life. Um, it determines what you consider yourself to be capable and worthy of doing and who you are. So when you've got that low self-esteem, you're, you're at a higher risk of not fulfilling your real potential in life and in your acting careers, etc. Um, so there's numerous factors that can influence that and build, either build you up or pull you down. It's sort of like things from your childhood and friends and family, different life situations, etc. And even the media, which, you know, I'm sure, you know, many of your listeners have encountered. So all these influences and your self-esteem, it has a knock-on effect on your internal energy. And in turn, it can affect you as a person and how you run your life and how you perform, etc. But with regard to the energy... You know, it is everywhere. You've got pictures, sofa, trees, rocks, walls, yourself, we're all energy. 
so we just run at different frequencies um so yeah i deal with energy with my own energy your energy and what happens within so again it's it's different frequencies of energy different speeds and it's when that energy pattern gets blocked it gets put out of alignment and that's when things go wrong so you've got different energy centers that are in you and if just the slightest little one goes out of kilter it can actually move all the other ones along the way as well and has a whole effect on the whole system the whole body the mind soul everything just that tiny little shift and it's unbelievable the difference it can make so just that slightest thing can affect it different scenarios and situations etc but even the slightest thing and you could end up having like physical mental and emotional issues to deal with so it could go through anything from like headaches back anxiety and depression and all sorts of things so what you do is, is have that energy worked on to bring it back into alignment and balance it out again and, and keep on a healthy level scale. So, yeah, I've, I've been doing what I do as, you know, energy healing is what I, is my main thing now. Um, but my energy has gotten so much stronger over time through all the people I've worked with, through working with myself, various other things that I have put into it as well and essences of myself. So, you know, you really get something powerful so it's just allowing yourself to have that energy shift to push you back to where you need to be and you know, it works wonders it really does it's brilliant um but yeah i mean like meditations like you mentioned as well that is that is something that i do for myself i actually used to run um, um a local meditation group here years ago um there's so many different things and, and aspects of things that within my life has actually brought me to where i am now and um you know i I've got to the point with meditations, I mean, it, I go so deep when I'm giving these healing sessions as well, so it's almost sometimes if I go into a trance, which you can do when you're, like, meditating so deeply, and that's, you know, I know that I've got that right pull and connected a lot to my my, uh, my clients, wherever they are at that particular time as well, but I, I meditate every day, I, you know, I wholly recommend it, um, and that as well is, is just one simple thing that you can do. Um, to, to help yourself in different ways. Um, I, I um, you know, would actually examine uh, different types of uh, different ways that I've seen uh, the Shaolin monks. The way that they are able to, uh, you know, bring their heart rates down their, uh, to, to a certain level um, to balance their energies uh, just through a meditative state, even utilizing um, something called biometric uh, sounds. Um, and I think that was yeah. released and initiated in Germany, where they used to where they utilize sounds in order to get a person's mental state uh, into uh-huh. a healing mechanism. Uh, is that something that you found in, 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 in your research as well, uh, Chris Wanda? Yeah, yeah, and I have I have actually experienced that sort of thing as well. Um, there's, a, there's a show here actually in the UK. Um, it's, it's a Mind, Body, Spirit Festival. It's a yearly thing that, that I always go to. Unfortunately, this year, with with the, the world situation as it is, I'm, I, I don't believe it's actually going to be going ahead this year, which is really, really sad. I've gone so many years on the trot. And it's, it is a huge, huge thing. Um, and there's so many... Um, I have been to to different places actually have this done as well. It's like It is like a sound therapy as such. Um, and so, yeah, there are different aspects of the biometric sound which can help get you at a lot more deeper level whilst you're in that med- getting that meditative, meditative state. Um, and, 
you know, even listening to d- different sounds, um, different music, relaxing music whilst you meditate, it can actually um, have a different effect on you whilst you are, you know, relaxing and, you know, me- you know, meditating in, in the different ways. And there are so many different ways of meditating as well, so many different ways. Um, one one thing doesn't fit all, so it's you know it's, it is sometimes just trying what fits best for you before you find you know what actually helps you in the best way. Um, but yes, um, it sounds does work very well with meditating, um, and uh, it, it 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 does you know. So say, I keep saying the same sort of things, obviously, but yeah, it does it does get you in such a, a different relaxed state when you meditate, um, and. You know, there are different different aspects of it, different ways that you can actually bring it all together. Um, so obviously working with that, with this energy healing, um, I mean, when you are being healed, you can actually feel as if you're going into a bit of a meditative state at the time. Some people some people I work with actually fall asleep at the time, even when with their own person in front of me or sort of like when I'm helping them anywhere across the world um, because they, you know, feel that that connection and it pulls them into that deep meditative relaxed state and they say sometimes they just fall asleep which is what their body and their mind needs um so yeah it, it, it does what it, it what they need it's needed them to do to to get to that level now when when um do you feel that that is a good uh, that is a good thing if they were to fall asleep during the sessions is that it do you believe that that is leading them to to be at a state where they're calm and they're able to uh, to reunite their body and their mind to be in a more sort of relaxed state, maybe uh, like like a third rim uh, of sleep. In that sense? Yeah, I mean uh, it it can help them. I mean, obviously, it means that that's what their body um, and their mind and their soul is what it needed at the time. So if it means that I've connected to them that strong level that it means that they have fallen asleep at the time of the session. Um, they've got nothing to be embarrassed about at all. I mean, some people wake up and say, sorry, I fell asleep. I said, well, I say to them, you know, don't worry because this is what you were meant to do. That means that this actually has worked for you and it's brought you to that deep state that it's, it's wrapped you, it's what you needed. And it meant that it can actually get that much deeper for them. So it's not the main aim of doing it at the time of the session for them to fall asleep there and then. But if it does, it does help them. But if they're not asleep, they're just really, really relaxed, um, you know, they can feel and sense and, and have all these different things happening for them at the time that they can then recall and know what's happening for them. There are, you know, there's, there's different ways that, um, that they feel actually at the time. So it doesn't matter whether they feel these and sense these things or whether they're asleep, they still get that same effect obviously if they have fallen asleep um it just means that when they wake up they they can feel you know a, you know a huge difference anyway but know that they've been that much more relaxed that they have connected to them on a more deeper level um you know i i often feel that um studies have shown that if you're able to get to a third room of room of sleep that that is when the body can actually start to begin to heal um to heal itself and the mind is able to Reorganize his thoughts and regenerate. Is that true, Mrs. Lana? Uh, Mrs. Lana? Yes, um, that, that 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 is true in a sense. Yeah, I mean, obviously, sleep is very powerful here you know, in itself. Obviously, people that are um, you know depressed or anxious and 
so stressed out, they have that difficulty in being relaxed enough that they can sleep. And, um, you know, some of them only manage to get a few hours sleep here and there, and, you know, it's, it's intermittent. So if they can sleep properly and get the right amount of sleep they need and actually get to that right level, um, you know, that in itself is a healing thing for them, in, 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 you know, within, and their body can sort of like start to heal in certain ways not you know not fully and not to what they actually need but you know it is one thing that actually can help them so if this you know this is usually the very first step that it can help you with generally you get you in that relaxed state so that even the very minimal at the beginning is it helps you fall asleep sleep much better because insomnia is is one of the things with you know anxiety and stress people some people they just can't sleep and they're up night and day um and it's just they they can't relax so this actually helps with that and of course if you are able to sleep um you know and and do feel that much more relaxed it, it does have much more of a positive impact on your your whole being uh, and I believe that's um, I, I believe that's quite true. And this is coming from um, someone with an expertise in this matter. Um, how can it work? Uh, how can it work if the people you work with on the other side of the world? Um, so how do you work with people on the other side of the world, Ms. Lana? Well, <laughs> that's funny. Well, energy finds a way to get to you. Um, it's transmitted in such a way as if we're in the same, amazing, really is. So basically, you know, um, how electricity, TV, radio signals, etc. that's all done wirelessly. It's all done through energy. Um, it's all done in a way where you can't even see it or anything. You know, you just know it's there. It works. Now, how it feels once you've got that, and that's, that's the same with the Reiki, with the energy healing. So basically... I try not to go woo-woo, too woo-woo for those of you that aren't spiritually minded, I guess, but I, I channel it through. So I've been doing this, say, for nearly 12 years, and I'm switched on all the time, I really am, but I channel it through. So the Reiki energy healing comes through me, and it passes out through my hands, through my own system, through my focus and my intentions, and to you. And I don't necessarily always need to know what it is that you need helping, because it will always go to where it's needed and it will help what is needed and always for the highest good of the person I'm helping but the extra intention the extra focus I can give makes it a lot more powerful um, so people yeah, sometimes say well how could it work so well if you know if I'm in a different country a lot of people tell me that it works better for them sometimes distantly than it does in person because you know you're that more relaxed in your own environment and you haven't got to travel anywhere afterwards um, to distract from the healing that goes on and you can carry on relaxing and the deeper that energy goes the, the better it is because it can keep on flowing further and further to where it needs to go to undo all of that negative energy plus I can be more relaxed too in my own environment where I am doing the healing and it means I myself can go a lot more deeper and you know focus a lot better and it works wonders it really does so you know whether you're here right in front of me or you know in a different town country or wherever it will find its way to you because it's, it's, it's like a little bit of a telepathic healing in a sense you yes. know um it, you know it's it's just it does work on it's, it's amazing how many people to say find that even if they've worked with me in person 
they get much more from me, you know, if they're, you know, further away still because of that stronger, more relaxed connection. I, I love the, the, uh, the, um, the way that it was said that you have uh, worded earlier uh, within uh, answering her question because uh, I do agree it, it kind of goes into certain ways that our emo- uh, that our emotions can cause uh, different energy levels uh, do you find this to be true uh, oh well, yes um, yeah um, that, that's right I mean your emotions is just one part of it um, there are it's like different aspects like I mentioned before from, from your past or situations you're in at the moment um, that deeply affect your emotional mental state um, and then can have a, a knock-on effect and manifest physical symptoms too um, and it can also be double way around if you've got some sort of physical issue that itself can cause you know um, um, emotional issues and, and, and anxiety and stress because of it so it can go either way so there's so much that actually links to it and brings that in the middle but this working with your energy it actually goes to both ends of the scale so it can help with the effects of those the anxiety and depression etc and get to that root cause of it and turn it around and bring it back up all those different levels until you've met in the middle and balanced that energy and aligned it out so that you have more of a, a positive lighter feeling well, um, wow, I, I feel like I feel like I need to take a session. Uh, <laughs> Miss Lana. <laughs> I feel like I'll come into a realization I need a session. Uh, Miss Lana. <laughs> Indeed. So uh, how do you conduct your, your sessions and what uh, what what are the the main ways uh, you work, uh, Miss Lana? Uh-huh. Well, there are different ways that I do what I do. Um, the main one is remotely. I do it by video link, so it's as if it feels like we're in the same room to a degree. We can discuss beforehand and afterwards various different things, like the actual healing itself on each session is about an hour, but I usually say to allow up to an hour and a half total to allow for a bit of chit-chat sort of thing. So, but yeah, so basically the main one is via video link. It's not needed, but sometimes the person I'm working with feels that better because they feel that that link is stronger, I guess, or what they think they do because they can see me and I can see them. But it's not 100% necessary, but it is the main thing I do. And uh, basically lay there or sit, whichever is the most comfortable. And if you can lay down, it's better because you can get more relaxed, which is part of it. Um, And why wouldn't you want to be more relaxed and comfortable when you're being, you know, um, treated like this and it's, it's like an inner pampering pampering for the soul pampering to your energies your whole being so it's it's a good feel good factor and it does help you relax it helps you energise and it helps you for, for whatever you need it for um, so yeah I mean there are other ways that I, I can help you with the healing that I give so yeah the first one was the remote healing distantly to anywhere in the world um, and believe me I've done this to so many different countries Croatia, Bulgaria, the US, Ireland all over the place so another way is if, if I have a picture of you so I can focus on the picture as if I'm giving a full healing session to you so I can see you right there in front of me and I concentrate wholeheartedly with relaxing with my intention and send it to you the way that way to your to picture to, to you that way um, 
and in a, another way um, I don't even need your picture because believe it or not I can actually just do it sometimes just with your name where you are and possibly even where the situation is because it can help a little bit more um, so there are small ways that I do it but yeah that's the main one the main ones that I do so it is brilliant um, you don't know how yourself what you can feel like until you have it yourself because it's different for everyone everyone's energy is different everyone's different their situations their whole being what they need to get from it so it's no good for me saying oh this is going to happen that's going to happen I haven't got a clue your outcome is absolutely unique to you 100% um, so yeah they're the very different ways that I do that but the, the remote link way is the main way I do it because people feel that much more connected to me in their own mind um, so yeah, that's 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 basically, yeah, that's basically how I do it. <laughs> um, I uh, that's amazing, and and they're so I, I, I find this too very interesting too because um, I, I, often I've heard uh, others that I've come in contact with talk about how they sense another person's energy and how it can either. Uh, and, and some even uh, see, sense uh, co- the colors of that particular energy from other people. Um, yes, the auras, yeah. Auras. And so, where some may have a, you know, maybe a light, kind of like a, um, picturing it as a mood ring, such as a, a pure uh, glowing white light, some have a, uh, and a, purple uh hazy uh aura and so it's kind of an array of colors that that some see and some or some kind of just feel that in that intensity the the different levels of intensity and particular uh levels of energy that they're feeling um and in certain cases around others that they come in contact with so quite interesting very very interesting wow (laughs) are there other yeah, I mean, those dif- sorry, yeah, those different colours actually resemble um, different energy centres within you um, because they all have, have a different colour connected to it as well. So that if you, the aura have the, it's like a different colours of the rainbow. So um, in some respects, if you've got, say, um, uh, a blue colour maybe that comes to you, whilst you're being healed or that you can see from people's awards, I mean, that's connected to their communication through the throat chakra. Um, there's, um, you know, there's, there's, there's green, which is sort of like the heart, the healing colour. In, in the purple is sort of like very spiritual and it's sort of um, um, more sort of like opening up and um, connected feeling. There, there is a lot to do with like that, the colour with the auras, etc., and, and how you are in yourself. Um, but you know, with, with an aura, you, you, you can feel people's energy if you're right there with them as well. Um, sometimes if people get too much in your space, it's a like, world, get back sort of thing, it makes you feel uncomfortable. Sometimes when I'm working with people from a distance as well, I can actually feel that too. If I'm getting too close to certain areas that I'm working on, my hands will actually move back um, and I can, I can actually feel when I need to then move on. To, to different parts of what I'm concentrating on. So it, it works with me in that sense too, uh, from, from a distance level, as well as people with their, whilst they're with me. Amazing, really? So if I yes. ask Ms. Lana, uh, dealing with this particular uh, session in the, uh, the media, uh, uh, our interview uh, this evening, can are you able to feel our energy between myself and Ms. Whitty? 
you know, um, I've got this. I mean, it is sort of connection, so it's a confirmation that I'm connected to them, to their past, etc. But it's a way the energy was working to also, as well as the normal connective, um, relaxed healing that I'm giving, it's a way of turning it around so they know um, that the energy is telling them that they, uh, you know, it's giving them more of a childlike memory, something to lift them up to make them feel good. That that split second, something that's giving them that extra lift. Um, so things, you know, like that, that come to me as well. And when I'm, I'm given the healing, and I've um, one person was so amazed because um, I almost pinpointed what he was doing that particular day, and he came back afterwards. He said, I can't believe you've described the building I've just walked past. And I went down to my, my um, down to the um, uh, the basement, and he said that what you described there was exactly what you said. And it doesn't always happen like that, but sometimes the deeper connection I get with that person, the more I work with them, things like that sort of like come as well. Um, and I worked with someone that that came to me actually. She was she was actually a, a TV presenter herself, and um, she's in, in the arts. And she came to me with um, tonsillitis problems. Um, she, I'd worked with her in the past, and she thought, I can't deal with this anymore. Um, I must speak to Lana, uh, you know, if I can. She basically she had trouble with it. Um, and basically, it, it just turned out that there was a communication issue. She had something she needed to go out to speak to somebody about. She, she, she felt blocked. She couldn't get those words out. Um, and I worked with her, with her, through those different energies and connected with other things as well um, and basically the next day she was flabbergasted because she was felt she could express herself much better she was able to think of the words she needed to say um, and you know her, funny enough her throat the pain was pain was gone she was able to clearly speak and um, the symptoms of like were, were like I'd say probably 80% better that, that that next day, and then obviously cleared up more after that. Um, so there's a lot that is connected to with you know how you're feeling, etc., um, and what what I get on various different levels from people um, that I get told, I guess on an energetic level of what I can say to people, how I can help them, as well as the physical and energetic healing that I'm giving them. So. Um, again, I'm sorry, I've gone off on a tangent, but I happen to do that sometimes. <laughs> no, no, you're um, it's, it's quite amazing. Uh, that's wow. funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's quite amazing, though, uh, how you're able to build these uh, uh, connections through the, uh, you know, and building that connection through the energy levels that you're feeling uh, with those sessions uh, as you kind of gradually get to know them. Um, and I think it's quite interesting. Um, you know that there's uh you know i'm pretty sure that there are other ways um you know particularly um because it might be kind of difficult sometimes for people to kind of schedule something uh like this well you know uh, while they're possibly filming or they're traveling uh to a different location for filming um how does that all tie in work um when you're actually uh you know building those appointments for uh you know professional actors um, well, as I say, there are different ways that I do the healing. Um, I say the, the remote healing is the number one way I do it with the video link. Um, and it is, say, a maximum of an hour and a half slot, including the chat beforehand and afterwards. Um, but I, myself, I'm, I mean, at the moment I'm in the UK and um, I'm just checking at the time, it is sort of like 
silly o'clock in the morning here and I'm just on wide awake chatting to you as if it's sort of like midday but I'm very flexible with um with working with people under different time zones um and what they need from me um and obviously I'm you know empathic to their and understand their different roles or what they play and you know sometimes it can be of a drop of hat they've then got a rehearsal or something like that but obviously depending on what other clients I work with I can I can be flexible on adjusting the work workload and when I do their sessions so it, it, there's, there's nothing that, that can't be changed or you know done in some way to help them because the last thing I want is for them to get stressed and worried oh no they can't make their their healing appointment now they've lost that appointment as long as I have obviously that notification you know, beforehand I can then reschedule something for them but if they find that that remote healing in, on the video link is something that they can't do quite as often then there's that other absent distant healing that I can give them um, without them being there because whether they are relaxed and in bed um, sleeping while I give them the healing um, or whether they're still, whether on on set or not, I can, it will still get to them um, for it, for them to access and to access them at that particular point and when they need it. So if they're going on stage and they're going on for an audition or casting, etc., and I know about that beforehand, I can actually focus my uh, thoughts and intentions and focus to that particular issue as well at the time. Um, so there's, there's there's nothing that can't be worked, and I can tweak and adjust the healing program for them for what they need so there's you know the last thing I'll see is my clients to be worried and stressed about whether they can make you know the particular healing or whether I can actually help them in a better way because they're not able to be there in person every single time there, there are ways about it so there's there's no problems whatsoever at all and it doesn't matter about the time zones either again like I say because um, even though it's night time there and it's morning here, the energy healing actually, it doesn't matter what the time zones are, it gets to you where you are, when you are and who you are, so it has absolutely no impact whatsoever um, I, I, This is, uh, you know, this is you know, rather uh, very intriguing interview with you Mrs. Mrs. Uh, Lana um, Thank you <laughs> It's very intriguing um, the whole aspect of the, of the healing sessions um, we're getting into the last uh, couple of you know, a couple of segments uh, for uh, for our our time with you, Mrs. Lana. But I want to see how can someone find you online, and how can they schedule with you, uh, Ms. Lana? Right. Okay. Um, I do have um, a website that is actually it's it's a new website I've now put up because I, I the other one that I had before wasn't quite working for me and I've tweaked it, changed it and now I've got a brand new one that I've actually just set up, finished today, yesterday and today. There are a few adjustments I need to make for it but it is now. Um, so it is um, actorsinnerstrength.com. I am on LinkedIn um, under Lana Goldfinch and also on Instagram under actorsinnerstrength. Um, so there's different ways you can get hold of me there. Um, there are, I mean, so, I mean, this, this healing isn't the energy healing isn't the only thing that that I do um, in the programs. Um, there are other other aspects I bring to it as well, different tools and techniques I give. Um, 
So there's so much more to the programme than just that as well. Um, and you know, I, I also um, have a different thing um, that I work with in, in the entertainment, in, entertainment industry. Alongside this, is actually for a bit of fun too. Um, I work with the media in, uh, in transcribing interviews with um, different actors um, and behind the scenes and things like that for, for filming and casting. So I get a bit more of a different aspect on on the um, actors and the crew, etc., on how it makes them feel in that sense. So I get that deeper link to them there um, on, on the industry themselves as to, you know, that bit of background. Are you a talent trying to make it in the world of entertainment? The way to do that is through social media. But how? With the ebook, How to Profit in Entertainment, Social Media Guide, from author Yolanda Nolly. This incredible book will teach you how to brand yourself and how to earn profits using social media and other entertainment media platforms. The entertainment agencies will be offering you high-paying jobs. How to Profit in Entertainment, Social Media Guide. Order your copy today on Amazon and everywhere else. Chapter 1. How to Rise to the Top When Everybody There Is Already Think you've got talent? You're not alone. The power of the internet, YouTube, and reality television has created a big pool of famous and not-so-famous people. So how do you rise to the top in your career, especially as an actor or actress in Hollywood, when it seems so crowded above? These three tips will help you make the moves to superstardom and stretch your 15 minutes of fame as a movie star into an hour. Get trained. What separates the actors from the imitators? Their respect for the craft of acting. Before you spend money on headshots, find the best acting, singing, and dancing classes in your area, and invest in your career. The most talented people in the business continually train with acting coaches to prepare for roles. They don't take their gift for granted. It is quite possible to have the innate talent for a particular art, but the successful entertainers who continue to work in the entertainment industry have developed their art over time. Acquire multiple skills. Become a Jack or Jill of all trades. The stars of the future will write, produce, and direct their own projects. Don't get lost by having only one skill that can make you money. Become an actor, director, writer, producer, and even a model. Can't write? Collaborate with a young filmmaker who needs an actor or fresh new face for his or her projects. The top money makers in show business look for ways to increase their market share and find opportunities to promote their multiple skills. You must diversify your talent to stay relevant. Create your own products. Be a trendsetter. Want to be the next Barry Gordy, Steven Spielberg, Mark Burnett, or Oprah Winfrey? Create an amazing product. Become an expert in your field. But you can't be a trend follower. You must be a trend setter. Don't better the worst product. Better the best. Gordy is a musical genius. Spielberg is a film mastermind. Mark Burnett is the whiz kid of reality TV. Oprah is a successful talk show maven and the new product's best girlfriend. Find a niche, create products, and sell. But the products you create must be phenomenal. 
not average, not mediocre. Think like the greats, improve upon their successes, create amazing products that your audience can't live without. Famous people of the future are increasing their knowledge, creating products and diversifying their talents. Some of these innovators are stealing the thunder from established stars that are still following the old rules found in the star-making playbook. Use my suggestions to stay ahead of the next group of reality stars and home video masterminds. If not, you might disappear before you even enter the game. Chapter 2 Finding Ways to Make Money Using Your Artistic Whether you have great musical talent, the ability to paint, or have outstanding writing prowess, you may be able to find ways to make money by using your talent. You certainly should use these skills to your advantage and not let them become wasted on just a recreational hobby. Musicians have so many different venues to go out and sell their talent, while a real, serious artist might still be able to sell their work if they can get their work exposed to the public eye. Writers often have a tough time trying to get their work published, but have outlets like short story and freelance opportunities as well to make a buck. While the most common stumbling block for an artist to find ways to make money is often their hardline stance on not wanting to be a sellout and wanting to keep their trade pure, this will often keep the artist very poor until they are dead. The smart ones will get out in the marketplace and try and get their art sold to as many people as they can. Quite a lot of musicians will work as cover bands or do things like weddings and school proms to make a buck, and writers will sell their work writing things they have little interest in just to gain notoriety and bring in the cash as well. This is often the price an artist has to pay before they are established in their venue of choice. If you are someone who has a talent, you may want to start looking for ways to make money from that talent, even if it is a weekend gig just doing kids' birthday parties as a juggling cowboy or singing with a Beatles cover band it will allow you to make some money doing what you are good at and potentially open some doors for you to expand off of that talent. No matter what it is you ultimately want to do with your life, letting your artistic skills find ways to make money for you cannot hurt. You never know how far your talent may take you these days, as the avenues to exposure on a grand scale are more plentiful than they used to be. From YouTube to American Idol, there are many roads to success these days. The best thing you can do is try your hand at as many paths as possible and see where it leads. If it never works out for you, so be it. You can return to your boring 9-to-5 day job and keep singing on the weekends. Chapter 3 How to Make Money from Your Crafts and Art If you are someone who enjoys putting together artistic projects, you can turn this into an opportunity to make extra money online. Whether you paint, make jewelry, take photographs, or craft other pieces of artwork together, you can turn this into a money-making activity. People are often willing to pay for different artworks which they enjoy, and as long as your works actually have artistic merit, you will have a good chance at making money from them. There are a few different websites available which can help you sell crafts and other pieces of art that you may have put together. By running searches and looking through some of the listings offered, you may be able to determine which website your pieces will fit into best. Taking the time to do your research will help you make extra money online as you will know the best places to put your talents without wasting your time. 
Should you start to make extra money online through your art projects, you will only be inspired to spend more time working on them. This will serve two purposes in your life. Not only will you be bringing in some extra cash, which always helps, but you will also be able to spend time doing something that you genuinely love. This goal, which started out simply as a way to make extra money online, will turn into a great chance for you to develop your talents and skills and grow as an artist. It is definitely an opportunity which should be explored by anyone who is serious about developing their talents. Chapter 4. The Right Way to Use YouTube to Promote You When we think of social media, YouTube is not really at the top of the list in the mind of an entrepreneur. It is less about social interaction and more of a good place to go for some distraction. This might be the case, but that doesn't mean it cannot be an integral part of marketing your brand online as an entertainer. What makes YouTube a social site is how easy it is for users to share the content with other people, as well as the ability to leave comments and subscribe to the channels they like. It is another way for a brand to reach its target audience online and grow its reputation as an industry leader. YouTube has the lowest average bounce rate of all the social networks. It is the continuous engagement from users that make it a channel that holds onto attention better than most. People are able to simply watch content instead of scroll and read. Another thing to consider is just how enormous YouTube's reach is. Over 1 billion unique visitors. That is a huge market that is largely untapped by so many businesses today. YouTube is a great channel for brands of all sizes in the entertainment world. Even for bloggers who are eager to grow their readership and build up their personal brand can take advantage of the simple platform by uploading videos. So, as a brand, what should you be doing to get the most of all that YouTube can offer? First, fill out your profile completely. It is the same on every social network. You don't want to leave holes. Make sure that you are giving as much information about yourself as possible. Visitors want to see your info when they click on your profile, so don't leave them disappointed. Then, give your channel a good description. The channel description is like an introduction letter. It lets people know who you are and what they can expect when they watch your videos. This doesn't have to be a great work of literature, simply a brief statement about who you are, what types of videos you will be posting, and how often. Be sure to use your keywords in your description to make your channel easier to find through a user search. Be sure to include links. On your About page, it is always a good idea to include the links to your other social sites, like Twitter and Facebook, plus a direct link to your website or blog. This is a good way to get more people engaging with your brand outside of YouTube and build your fan base. Give your page some love. You can personalize your channel art in YouTube by adding a profile picture. Make sure that it is something reflective of your brand by using your logo, colors, and even your own picture. Stay active. You don't want people visiting your page and only finding a few videos that you posted at the dawn of time. Always create new videos to post to your channel. Interact with your followers by responding to any comments that they leave. Send out a thank you when they subscribe. You can see anything being discussed on your channel under the Discussion tab. The more active you are with your channel, the bigger your audience is going to get. 
It is also a good idea to embed your videos into blog posts, status updates on social media, or on your website. This is a good way for you to add channel subscribers from those who are already following you elsewhere. YouTube is a key part of any marketing strategy. Are you using it for your brand?
radio and TV, entertainment, AM, FM, podcast show, with Yolanda Nolly. Nolly.